Welcome to the Strong Man Say podcast. We're going to start with a big thank you to Australia Strongest for getting rid of the banding system. We were just yeah, <laughs> we were just laughing about it. As uh, coaches, uh, it's wonderful not having to do 15, 20 programs every every three months in one week. Yeah, plus coach on the fun. weekend. Yeah, it's yep. a busy time. Go to one comp, coach everybody, message everybody at the other comp. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Next pro- uh, program's ready. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, this week, uh, obviously last week we had Mitch in. Uh, this week we actually said, do we have anything to talk about this week? We've kind of exhausted it. But there is a lot to talk about. Um, the ASM and Middleweight Series finals are up. Those are the two biggest comps coming up. Australia's strongest man, Australia's strongest middleweight uh, across the weight classes. Mm. Um, so super exciting. They are the big key competitions for any weight class athlete. And for the top of the sport, the heavyweight athletes. Um, so pretty exciting times coming up in the next couple of months because they are our premier comps in the country. Yeah, I actually really like all the events. Me and too. I don't say that often. Ever. There's <laughs> always a Ever. comp where I'm like, Ever. oh, I hate that event. That's a stupid <laughs> event. Um, I think I like it because it's simple, it's heavy. Yeah. It's one implement, not strong heaps. Man. It's strong man again. Like it's yeah. good. Like they're good. Like I love that they've gone two days, eight events for middleweight series, just like ASM too, yeah. because I feel like six is, might as well just do six in one day. Like three three events in a day is not a real job. Yeah, we had the time. Like work. We had heaps of time on both days yeah. to have an extra event per and day. And it makes it interesting because there's just more opportunities for competition, like for more events, more points shared, more opportunities yep. to get up or under other people. Well, all top level comps have seven or eight. Yeah. So then whoever wins, it's just like, Hands down, yeah. You were the be- you events. were the best across both days because yep. it wasn't. Oh, these events are good for you. Yeah. If if they're good for you and there's eight events, then you're just good at everything. Yes, I agree. So, I'm all for it. So, really excited to see both comps because I also love the events on both days. I think yep. they're really really fun events. Um, good events, good strongman events, good to train for too. Um, writing programs and stuff for these comps coming up has been cool. Like yeah. I enjoyed them. Um, like I said, people aren't pulling out four different things. Yeah. Warming up on those, packing those up, things like yeah. that. Yeah, it's super fun. So mm. uh, it's going to be good to watch. Uh, and if you're at the meat stocks, oh, PSA as well, because now I'll say this live because we have our accommodation booked. But if you are going to Toowoomba. <coughs> oh, yeah, Toowoomba's. <laughs> Jump on <laughs> because uh, the pro bull riding, is that what they PBR? Um, is following mm. meat stock this year. I believe that is why. But. Um, it will be very busy and Toowoomba has zero accommodation pretty much. Yeah, um, I think someone the other day said that tickets were near sold out, yeah. if not close to sold out on some days. So if you've got people coming to watch, make sure they get on tickets. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for accommodation stuff, get on accommodation pretty quick because uh, it looks like it's going to be tough out there to find somewhere to sleep unless you're going to camp or get a camper van, which was our second option. Which it is hot in Toowoomba. Camper vans have aircon. Mm. It's not really camping. Tents don't. <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> just bring in a small you can house. Tent it if you like. Bring yeah. a tiny house. <laughs> um, ASM events. Do you want to rattle those events off for us? Uh, yeah, I won't be able to remember them. Young off Jamie. The top of my head. <laughs> we should give this drop to Josh. Yeah, young Jamie over there <laughs> runs all the events. <laughs> uh, heavy yoke, yep. ten meters each way. Yep. Four fifty. Same 300. as series. That one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's fun. Same event for middleweights. Um, Which I like too. We Yoke. talked about this a while ago about even we should almost do the same events. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll be fun to see. Well, I messaged Mason before he had 
posted the middleweight events. Yeah. He'd already figured out the events. And I'm like, can we just do the same thing? Oh, so is that how you're supposed to go about it? You're supposed to message the promoters, not yeah. next door. Oh. Friendly message. <laughs> yeah. Friendly message. <laughs> I was like, can we please do these events? Otherwise, I'm going to my story. Yeah, I'm going to put them on my story. Yeah. There's 10 people that actually watch my stories. Yeah. Between all my athletes lifting stuff. Yeah. yeah. I get I get about four stories deep on yours and I just swipe. I'm surprised anybody there's, still follows me 30, and just doesn't like block there's, it. There's, there's, you know when you see the bars? Yep. And like I wouldn't even watch my own stories. Like Q&A days when yep. there's like heaps of stories. No, none of it's of me. No. Everyone's like, you don't post anything of yourself. I'm like, yeah, I know. You're so pretty. Anyway, ASM, <laughs> <laughs> ASM events. Uh, axle overhead. Yep, fun. New world, re- a new Australian record to be broken, I reckon. Yep. Uh, 175? Yeah, I think so. We had it ASM a few Warwick? years ago. Yeah. No, didn't Warwick have it? Nah, I think it didn't get broken when we did it at Fed Square. Maybe. I don't know who's got Maybe it no then. one got it. Yeah. Everyone got 170. Yeah. It was like Sam... Vernon and, yeah. and Corey. Will and Corey, I think. Will and Corey, yeah, yeah, a few. Um, tie flip, yep. Five flips, yep. That's it. Uh, frame hold, yep. Max deadlift. No suit. No suit. Figure eights. Mm-hmm. No finger tipping. Mm. No cheating. Mm. Uh, quest stone carry. Yep. Dumbbell for reps. Yep. And stone to shoulder. Yeah, sick. Love it. Simple, effective, yeah, heavy, hard, fun. Guys' weights are very, very heavy, yeah, as they should be. Yep. Um, mind you, the yoke's about the same weight as it's been for yeah three or four years. It's yeah, a sl- good weight. It's a hard but it's weight. A good weight. Yeah, yeah, doesn't need to be heavier. No, I don't think so. Especially when you look at like world level competitions and stuff. Like you're not seeing a 500 kilo yoke at many comps, if any comps, even in the heavyweights. No. Yeah, it's every now and then. Yeah. Um. Yeah, most of the weights are good across the board. Um, women's weights weighed up against the guys. I think they're going to have more reps. Yeah, I think it's slightly lighter for their end. Yeah, um, whether that's intentional or not, but I think the women will mm. come out and do a lot more and yeah, run like some work. of those heavier weights yeah. quicker. Yeah, whereas some of the guys are going to struggle with it. But yeah. Otherwise, good event. Super exciting. Yeah, I think it's really good. There's a good mix of events. I think it's going to be interesting to see some of the statically stronger guys. There's a few events in there that are kind of skill-based, speed-based. Yeah. I, it's heavy, but I I think if you're just like brute strong, I don't think you're going to do as well as what you will if you're like strong, a strong technician also. Yeah. Um, with things like stone to shoulder and stuff like that, even like a tire flip, knowing how to flip a tire well. Yeah, and not cook in. yourself for the next event. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, there's some really good heavy events in there, but there's also like a lot of events where I feel like uh, guys will be able to get points just based on their proficiency with the actual uh, implements or the skill. Yeah. Um, even like the composite dumbbell, like we've been playing with. Um, yeah, that's hard. The first time I've beaten Lee Shaw in a monster dumbbell, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, you can claim it yeah (laughs) i can't claim much when it comes to a dumbbell anyway and it'll take him three weeks to figure it out then i'll be back in my (laughs) i figured it out yesterday Ah, see see, there you go if you watch my stories you would have seen that i do i just don't get that deep i don't have the attention span for it no i did well this week god great like eight sets of doubles didn't miss one cool it just worked it's i can't remember the term for it but 
there's like a memory in your brain that will keep ticking over mm. after you've done something. Yeah, yeah, it's like when you like try to learn something guitar, yeah, musical instrument, exactly. and you keep fucking it up and fucking it up, and then you go away and you try it the next day, and suddenly you got it and yep. you nail it, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, yeah, happens on everything. Like yep. playing video games, you can't yep. beat one level. Come yep. back the next day and just brit- blitz yep. it. Yeah, definitely. Can't remember what it's called, but. Yeah, I kind of knew that was going to happen either yeah. this week, next week. Yeah. At some stage. Sooner the better. Yeah, so I just kept putting it there and I'm like, nope, that's wrong. Yeah. That's wrong. And then just packed it up. Like, yeah. Didn't get the shits, didn't go, yeah. can't do it. I was just like, next week I'll come in and it'll probably just work. Yeah, so. um, yeah I definitely think with ASM stuff, there's going to be, it'll be interesting. There's going to be a good like little, uh, there'll be plenty of point shed around. There's probably some standout guys that will be strong. Um, across those events but I think there's a lot of opportunity for the other guys in that mid pack to kind of get some high placings in those events too there's a few of those events where I can't pick a standout like oh that's that person's event they're gonna win like deadlift is much easier yes yoke is probably kind of easier but stone to shoulder a 150 stone yeah starts to get hard couldn't pick who's gonna do for reps everyone's probably gonna do three yeah and then a lot of people might get stuck there yeah Hmm. be interesting um, middleweight series events too. Uh, so we got the yoke, yep. the dumbbell. Mm-hmm. What else do we have? Yeah, I was thinking of the ones that we've got the same. Maybe that's it. Deadlift, max deadlift. Yeah. I think those three are the same. Yeah. Um, I assume our rules aren't the same for the max deadlift with ASM and no. So ASM is twenty kilo jumps. One skips. Yeah, once you're in, you're in. Yeah. The women for Australia's strongest is ten kilo jumps. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah. We have ten kilo jumps for middleweights, yeah, and the women for middleweights have five kilo jumps. Yeah, no skips. Yeah. Um, I can see there being a lot of ties in Australia's strongest man and woman. Mm. Twenty kilo jumps, like yeah, yeah, three twenty, three forty, three sixty, three eighty. Everyone's going to get caught. Three sixty or three eighty. Maybe two get. 380 and have a crack at 290 but yeah unless they're jumping in at 380 yeah that's a lot of reps yeah um similar with us mm. i don't think i'm pulling anything big if i have to do 280 290 300 yeah, 310 i know um it's interesting that the viking presses uh pick your attempts yep on an arbitrary piece of equipment where the load can change so dramatically just in terms of the load that you actually put on does not equate to the load of the handle it could be yep. a different implement so you choose your weight but you're actually not really sure of the weight and how big that jump is going to feel kind of thing yeah i think uh, if those flipped around yeah it, would work well. it doesn't really uh, yeah that's probably the one rule that i see that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me especially because like 10 kilo jumps not being able to skip and not having a three attempt rule kind of thing Yep. means that like deadlifts is a long time. Like if you have guys doing six or seven deadlifts, setting up for deadlifts, strapping in kind of stuff, that's a very, very long, arduous kind of like event yep. to um to sort of like play out. Where in Viking press, it would be very quick. Like a 10 kilo jump rising Viking yep. press. And the load, like a 10 kilo and five kilo for females, for example, in the Viking press would kind of make sense. Yeah, you just sit there and just whack five on. In and out, on. whack five on, next one in, let's go, press, get yep. it or don't get it. Right, so that makes sense for me from like both the promoter's point of view, like speed and efficient comp, but also yep. from an athlete point of view, no one's going to pull a heavy deadlift with 10 kilo jumps, not out. Yeah. But it's also a lot of deadlifts if someone jumps in a little bit early 
which is fine, like strategy-wise, if they burn themselves out early, that's kind of a fun part, yep. I guess. You could see that. But I think it's a long time to be deadlifting or for an event to run through with only 10 kilo jumps. People won't be out for a while. Yep. You also, like 10 kilo jumps for males. Like I take 30, 40 kilo jumps on top-end deadlifts. Yeah. Like 10 kilo jumps is uh, one small when it's like you're looking at above 90% of your max. Um, yeah, I just don't see anyone deadlifting anything large. Yeah, it's it depends what I guess they're after and what it looks like. Yeah, it depends like. what the promoters are after. If they want sure. it to be a tight battle, yeah, where people do tie and then somebody just squeezes out mm. that extra jump, yeah, and that's that's the showcase. Yeah, it works well. But, but if, if you want to see people have a crack at records and yeah. pull big numbers, yeah, then you just go powerlifting three yeah. attempts. Um, because even if it was 20 kilo jumps for you, you're still not going to go 320, 340, 360, 380 and have a crack at 400. Not generally. If you got to pick your three, you'd do what? I would. A 320. <laughs> but you'd do a 320, 330 and then you'd do like a 360 yeah. in the middle. I'd usually go. And like, then you'd have a crack at four. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. So if they want to, like yeah. if ASM, if anybody wants to pull 400, 410, 420, yeah. then... Their first Which one's going to have to be. Because there's no suits either, so. No. Not It's raw, day, day two, event one. Yeah. But the the pick your attempt on Viking press kind of confuses me a little bit. It's fine if the Viking is the exact same as our Viking. Yeah. You can and it's the exact it. same setup. Yeah. And we know our numbers, kind of. Even yeah. still the other the day. It changes it so much. Even still, we were going back and forth being like, doesn't this weigh this? And yeah. you're like, no, it weighs this. Well, you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> you add 20 kilos on there. And yep. you're like, oh, they add 10 kilos on there. And you're like, okay, cool, that's 130. But if you added, if you're like, cool, that felt pretty good, I'll add 15 kilos or something like that for my second attempt. But the load is at the handles, for example, to yeah. try and implement. Then that can feel wildly different because you're actually yep. loading 15 kilos. If you're used to adding 15 kilos yep. and knowing how that feels and now the load is shifted and you add 15 kilos – Completely different ball game. Could could be a completely different lift. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's probably the only rules for the middleweight series that like had me a little bit um, just kind of confused or I guess just like yeah. curious as to what the idea behind those were. Yeah, it'll work well for the sandbags. Everyone just jumps in at a lightweight. Oh yeah, for the sure. Sandbag, the sandbags next fun. Sandbag, Two and a half kilos sandbag. up. Bang bang bang. Throw it over a bar. Yeah, super fun. Um. So we got truck pull, which would be good. Fifteen meters. Might be longer. Yeah, I think it's 15. Um, yeah. Not a huge shed. Uh, so day one, yoke, 10 meters, yoke. 10 meters back, yep. which I like the, the drop. It adds an extra element to it too. That's um, going to Speed transition when you exhale after that next one. The next one you kind of have to breathe on a little bit. It makes it a little bit yep. harder. Um, Viking press is the second. Viking Truck press. pulls the third. Yep. Uh, sandbag throws the fourth. Sandbag throws the fourth. So it's a pretty... Um, Easy day one. Yeah, not a not a bad day one. Then you got max deadlift to start off day Which two. Which I I like if day one's going to be brutally heavy, then day two can't be brutally like put your heavy stuff with your heavy stuff. Which this seems like yeah. that's what it is. Because yeah. then you got max deadlift, then you got farmers, which is light, but it's forty it's meters. Light, but it uh, it's forty or thirty. Yeah, forty. Uh thirty. Maybe it's thirty. Yeah, which is which is light. Well, it's like what one thirty, one twenty for you guys. Yep. Which is light at our level. Yep. Um, but that's, I mean, it's an eight event competition. So, yeah. Something's got to give, I guess, like if you're going to do eight yeah. events. Um, uh, the dumbbell as well, composite dumbbell. Yeah. Um, and then stone over bar. Yeah. 
which is 1.3 and 1.2. So flip the other way. ASM's heavy for the guys. Yep. The women are pretty statically strong. Like those weights are somewhat manageable. Yep. Like they got like a 90 kilo stone to shoulder. Most mm. of them will be able to do yep. a good chunk of reps. Middleweight series is kind of the opposite. The yeah. women, it's heavy. All, yeah. of, all of it's heavy. Yeah. Like the <laughs> 82s have 90 kilo per hand farmers. Yeah. They have a 110 stone. I, yeah. only, I only have a 140 stone. Yeah, yeah. They have it heavy. Yeah. We have it relatively light. Yeah. So that I can see flipping around. Guys yeah. getting a heap of reps, women getting one or yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Having a harder time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but good events, good, like, they'll be good, great comps. Great comps yeah. to watch, great comps to Whoever be wins is yeah. going to be the best overall. And it's, it's really a very cool. big mix of events. And the first year where, like, people have had to earn their place, not just get invited to, like, that middleweight series yep. event kind of deal where people have worked all year towards being able to come to this final. So you'll have yep. less people pulling out. People will want to be there, but people will be hungry to do well too. Yeah. Across both. Same with ASM. People have to earn their spots. So you'd expect less pullouts, you'd yeah. hope. Um, Already the lineup of who's qualified is yeah. deeper than if you just invited the same six or the same yeah. eight people. I agree. Because so you invite I mean, the same eight that go, no, I'll just skip it this year. I'll come yeah. back next year. So I think that's one really cool thing that we've seen with this um, qualifying process is at these top-end comps, yep. the qualified athletes and the people that are like some surprises in there too, some people that wouldn't have got a look in otherwise, but yep. they're qualified, which is cool. Yep. Um, but there's some really, really good depth and some good variety in the competitors across all those events across asm and middleweight series of yeah. the finals so yeah it's by far the deepest asm yeah it's probably not there's probably not the biggest heavy hitters that some previous years have had there's yep. always been one or two or three that are just like world strongest maybe one level. of the best competitions that we're gonna see it'll be the closest i think yeah which will be great i don't think I could pick between like six people yeah i know everyone's like oh what's your predictions and i'm like it's hard to say yeah well usually it's the, w the women's the same as well yeah. i'm like well that person's static and they've got four mm. but this person moves quick and these person they'll probably win four or something like that yeah it'd be super so, interesting yeah and i guess with the conclusion of um uh, these big comps so you've got middleweight series asm coming up we've just had asi a lot of people are moving into their off seasons right or yep. like looking at what's coming next and we were kind of chatting before this podcast about off seasons or non-specific or uh, general phases yep. of physical preparedness. Yeah, uh, being an opportunity for skill. Yeah, it's a good opportunity to rotate things that you want to do. Dare I say, be a little bit West Side in what you do. Rotate <laughs> things. Don't have to throw Dare bands and chains. We've done it plenty of times. In the we don't throw, yeah, we don't throw bands and chains on everything, and we don't do velocity on some meters. We don't track velocity. No, but we just move fast. Yeah, I look at you lift and go, "That's too slow." <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't hmm. need a um, measure <laughs> measure it to know that You're that's tired, not good bro? enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much how it goes. Yeah, mm. slow. Mm. Okay, mm, I know. <laughs> Everyone else around's just like, what fuck, that's so quick. <laughs> you did so well. I'm like, bad day. Yeah, yeah bad day. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, there's so many. You don't even have to be an athlete so much, but there's so many just basic skills. If you don't know how to viper press a log, yes, it's gonna make you more 
dynamic and quicker on the clean. It's going to give you a better clean. It's something that you can use on a lighter weight. Yes. One motioning a stone there's to a rip through a stone run. Basic skills, but there's a lot of skills in strongman to know. Yeah. There is a thousand variations of these events. Yep. There's a thousand different ways it could be loaded, whether it's light or heavy. There's so much variation in how these events will present in a strongman competition when it's on season, which means what Lee's talking about is when those skill times or when those like times to refine skills happen and it's like, yeah, let's learn a viper press. Yeah. Yeah, let's learn how to one motion a stone or shoulder a stone or practice my push jerk, whatever it is. The benefits will just carry over to the normal parameters of how you normally would move. Yeah. But the great thing that happens is when you go to your on season, you're putting new arrows in the quiver to pull out when an event comes up and you go, oh, that's pretty light. I'll be able to whip those through with vipers and be a little bit quicker. Yeah. I'll be able to mon motion those first three stones. Like now's the time for skill, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it is. And even like push jerks, like you said, I'll give people push jerks in an off season, not necessarily to think that's going to be a comp lift, but it forces them if they've got a bad push press and they kind of strict press it out and their leg drive sucks. Mm -hmm. You can't have bad leg drive on a push jerk because if you press it out, it's not a push jerk anymore. You just, you just, you just butchered it. People are hurt out there. Yeah. Cause I see a lot of press out push jerks. Yeah. (laughs) It's not meant to be. No. When Um, I, when I program push jerks and it's mostly for skill and there's like catching here. So knees bent catch position elbows. It's like, no, no, no. When people we do that, I'm like, we may locked. as well just go back to push press because yeah. that's what you're doing. Yeah. You're just doing it even worse because now, nice now your knees are bent and you're yeah. not stable. <laughs> yeah. All your joints that are is bent. maybe the worst position you could be in. <laughs> yeah. You either drive up, your lower body's locked. Yeah. And you press. Yeah. Or you throw it and catch, your upper body's locked and your lower body's and you're bent. And using your legs. If yeah. your knees are bent, your hips are broken, your elbows are bent. You're just in a bad spot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not it's, anything it's good. not a good time. <laughs> no, you're just going to fold. <laughs> so, yeah, arrows in quiver. Like, unless you're Superman and you can just walk around and, like, punch buildings over, you kind of need to be Batman and have a little utility fucking belt, utility yeah. belt <laughs> for every little job that you do. <laughs> so if you're brutally strong, uh, you can just bash your head into things and get back through. To DC. Hmm, DC man over here. Really not. DC I, or Marvel, yeah. <laughs> depends. If you're talking about movies, yeah. no one's DC. Yeah. No, <laughs> no one. <laughs> I went and watched Black Adam. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I just had to see it. I saw it too. And yeah, there's heaps of bad things about it, but I'm like, I'm pretty easy to please. I can get around to like a good movie. I am with an action movie like that. Like, it's fine. It's hard to watch because I already knew that The Rock was cut. Like he's not coming back. For oh, it. yeah, he made a post for it. And that's, yeah. I watched it because of that. I watched yeah. it because I saw him post that it wasn't coming back, that we've had this like discussion and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, it must have been bad. And then, watch it. And, then like, <laughs> and then like Superman jumps in at the end and it's like the face off and it's like, he's also getting recast. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I just give up. Mm. And I watched the new Batman and I just can't handle it. Oh, um, Twilight, dude. Yep. Yeah, it's all I can. It's all I can see. Great balls and That's all I can see. He just looks emo. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, can't do it. 
Um, I can't even remember what we're talking about. Ah, utility belt. Batman. Yeah, Batman. <laughs> yeah. Don't be Robin. Yeah. Batman. <laughs> no, one, no one wants to be Robin. Nah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that sentiment. Like, it is your key time. There is so many events. If there's events that you haven't touched in a while. Like, yeah. I, I got a couple of my guys doing, like, axle cleans and axle press. They don't have axle coming up, but they're shot with an axle. Yeah. Right? Like, guys that have trouble with the clean, the heavyweight guys, they can press fucking 140, 150 over their head. But yeah. they can't clean it. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, we're doing cleans. Like it's, it's no different than if you're slow. Yeah. Do some speed events. Like, grab a sandbag, rip into it and run. Yeah, and time your runs, right? Yeah. Like, if on your off-season, if you're doing speed work and doing, like, sandbag runs or you're really slow with a yoke... Do lots of, like, use the parameters of, you know, like, if you're doing speed work, we do high amount of sets, low amount of reps, for example, at yep. a 50 to 70% uh, intensity range. Right? Yep. That's a very broad stroke in terms of, like, what we would use for dynamic effort, right? Yep. In any form. If you're doing speed work for strongman, think of it as doing 8 sets of 10 with the yoke, timed at 70%. Work on your gait, work on your footwork, work on your speed, work on your back tension when you're moving. Work on the small things that are the skill-based things so when it gets heavy, it's better. When it's a little bit heavier, you're a little bit faster, right? Yeah. Like things like that. You or can break it down to the start of yoke and do five-meter runs and yes. just practice your takeoff. Yeah, totally. If you suck at taking 100%, off. 100%, right? If you, if you mm. suck at the pick. But, and if you're weak, it's the same thing. If you are heading into your off-season, take a step back, take stock of where you're at, I made a joke with one of our members the other day. She probably listens. <laughs> You'll know straight away. But it was like comp ends and she's like, oh, I really want to do like a bit of CrossFit stuff. I really want to do like um, like athlete stuff. And I'm like, you're not strong enough. Yeah. Like while we don't want to be doing cardio stuff, I don't want to be giving you supersets of Metcons and stuff like that because what you actually need to be working on is your stability and your strength because you're not stable and you're not strong. We want to do things that we're good at. Yeah, because we like doing it and yeah. we like huffing and puffing. And I understand there's a, there's like a time and place for just like enjoying training as well. Yeah. But if... <clears throat> we also look at it from a competitive lens. Yeah. Go, if you want to be a good competitor, use your off-season wisely. Don't just... This is the thing. About. It's like if, if you just train and compete for enjoyment, fine. If you yep. want to be a fucking athlete, do your job. Yeah. It's like it does, it's not always fun stuff. Yeah. It's not always about... I want to do what I want to do and it's fun. It's like, okay, this is what I'm bad at. I need to tick the box for eight weeks so I'm better at it and then I'll transition back into the stuff that I enjoy. Yeah. And it's and I, that's why I <laughs> made a wince because it's like, yes, there's a time and place to do what you like doing, but if you actually treat this like a job and you want to be an athlete, well, then there's not. Yeah. There's not a lot of time for that. Right, because if you want to consistently get better, you need to be consistently treating it like a job. Sprinkle the stuff you enjoy in there if you need it to adhere to mm. training and stuff like that. But like, tell you what feels good: winning. Yeah, Get, getting better is enjoyment. <laughs> getting bitter, yeah. getting better, and winning is enjoyment. Not getting bitter. <laughs> getting <laughs> losing and getting bitter is not. Yeah, <laughs> but being really good at your metcons in the gym is fantastic. Yeah, but it's not if you're losing because you're not strong enough every time you go to a comp. Yeah, right. So that's in that off season. It's like skill based and also like taking stock of like what what you're good at, what you're bad at. Yeah, and actually reprioritizing your training to do more of the stuff that you're bad at to get better at it. And do less of the good stuff to keep it in there, to keep the skill there. Yeah. So besides like one motioning a stone and vipering, mm. I could give three things everyone should be able to do. Oh, please. 
One is just squat and it seems stupid mm-hmm. and it can be a front squat, it can be a back squat, yep. it can be a high bar, but there's a lot of people in the sport that can't squat well. Which is always fun when a squat event comes up. Yeah, and if you, you, know, and you notice it. Like yeah. a lot of people just don't have a nice looking efficient squat. Yeah. Like they just butcher it really bad. And side note, we often might not squat during a specific training period right like if you're training for a comp yeah you might not have a squat pattern in there necessarily or you might have a very low intensity low volume accessory squatting. i try to keep something and right. the same for all of my athletes yeah. because like my hip mobility my range through my hips yeah. that bottom position lapping a stone everything my yeah. knees feel better yeah it's almost like rehab prehab yeah it 100%. feels like it keeps my lower body together. if it's programmed correctly but yeah also in that off season, it's a great time yep. to focus more on those fundamentals. Yep. Yeah. Second one, mm. power cleans. Yep. Everyone should learn how to use their hips in a power clean and no one will bust their elbows and destroy themselves on a continental clean. And you'll just be better at continental cleaning. Sure. Or if it's light enough, you could just power clean it. Yeah. Not muscle clean, like actually catch in the bottom position, learn yep. how to power clean. I think yep. it's the one thing that we just don't learn how to effectively do is get our hips involved and use our whole body to get a bar off the floor. And on a side to that, just learning how to go through triple extension. Yeah. If there's one thing that I, like even just taking our Strongman Saturday on. Yeah, do clean high pulls or something. Box jump. Even like pressing, like push pressing, like heels are glued to the floor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, behind the 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 neck presses. Yeah. You can regress it back to very simple movement. Yeah. Throws. Triple extension. Yeah. Like non-existent a lot of the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like just like the power clean translates so well. And yeah. just like backward ball throws or anything can translate so well to just teaching triple extension. Yeah. There's a reason like in NFL, they still keep them in a yeah. lot of their training. Yeah. They won't squat and catch it. They won't snatch or do anything too technical, but like a yeah. good solid power clean, throw straps on. Yeah. Totally. Number three. All heavyweights should at least try to split jerk. <laughs> because I guarantee there'll be a small percentage that will actually do really like, well oh, at fuck. it. <laughs> I, there'll be a small percentage yeah. that will go, yeah. oh, this actually is easy yeah. and I'm quite good at it. Maybe yeah. I'll do it. And then there'll be the other half that just go, oh, this isn't cheating. This is actually hard. Can I add, can I add a fourth that all heavyweights should do? What's that? Two to three sessions of half an turn, hour. Turn, turn up to comps? Yeah. two to three half an hour blocks of zone two cardio yeah i mean we could all probably benefit from that if we're not doing moving events and getting it somewhere Mm -hmm. else or if we have a physical job yeah or a laborious job maybe not but something yeah if you can't get through an entire session without dying and falling off then you can't get the adequate volume in to get better at what you do you can't handle session density yeah because you're not fit enough yeah but also just for general health. Yeah. Too. Um, cool. Managing. Uh, oh, that's not the right one. <laughs> what were you reading? <laughs> I was reading the one below. Um, so we're talking about. <laughs> talk about that. Yeah, we can talk about that. I think we did. Yeah, that sure. Was, yeah. Um, uh, so we're talking about off-season bows and the quiver and stuff like that. And mm. then looking down the lens of a full year of training and uh, what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, planning the year? Yeah, so I hear it a lot, but there'll be a couple of people that'll just go, this is about me. 
because it's kind of about them. Yeah. Well, they spark the they spark the thought. Yes. And a lot of people have done it at the start of the year. They've just gone, all the comps are out. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. Like I'm going to plan out my year. Yeah. I want to hit this max by this date. I want to hit this by this date. And like they've got their whole year planned out almost to the week. Yes. And like I don't know if I'm going to be too sore next week to hit a stone that I would like to hit. Yeah. Hitting a top single on a stone that's meant to be a comfy single today. Yep. I have no idea what that is. Yeah. Let alone planning out six PBs that I want in six months. I'm not getting them. I'm not going to train for six months on six different events trying to peak and max yeah. those plus comps in between. So like, I don't know. If you just plan things in too much detail, life changes. Not that it changes for the worse or the better. Yeah. It just changes. The course changes. It's a different sport to other strength sports. Just yeah, in terms power of powerlifters like, do two comps a year. Yeah, or if you squat do, bench and or deadlift. if you do four and they know where they are, it's the mm. same three parameters every single time. Yeah, or weightlifting, for example. Right. Yep. It's a different. It's a different sport. It's a different beast. Yeah, and they're not outside. They're not inside. All these different factors as to like, you can make every single plan to I want to hit this on this date. Yeah, and then you go outside and it's raining and the logs wet. Yeah. So if you're latched on to the idea of I need to hit this number by this date. And it doesn't happen. Yep. You feel like you failed. Yeah. When you probably put 10 kilos on your lift, you just didn't put 15, but you're devastated that you didn't get the extra five. Yeah. When other people that you talk to may have put none. Too rigid of expectations <laughs> lead to disappointment. Yeah. I used to write notes at the start of every year and I've still got them because they're saved from old phones yep. of like numbers goals. Mm. Um. And when I go back and look at them, there's like heaps that I've ticked off and done well at. And then there's a couple that just stayed the same yeah. for three years. Yeah. Because it took three years to get it. Yeah. I didn't really get upset at it. I just looked at the end of each year and I was like, oh, yeah, I ticked off four of those three. <laughs> not even fucking close to. That's like, okay. I'll just copy and paste talked, it to next year. We've talked about this before, but like strongman's a sport where there's more buckets to yeah. fill. If you've got X amount of resources, so you've got X amount of sand, you've got a yep. finite resource of energy, training time, competition, all that sort of stuff, and you're pour, pour, putting them into three, you've got the same sand and you're putting it into three buckets or two buckets, weightlifting, powerlifting, yep. or you're putting them into 30 buckets, right? And that's realistic. Think about it. So there are some fundamentals that stay the same or the pillars that we talk about in a strongman. But one competition has axle deadlift and power stairs. So you don't touch a normal deadlift a whole heap in that block. Yeah. Your axle deadlift might get better. Your power stairs might get better and triple extension might get better. And then it has a monster dumbbell and a Viking press, for example. But you don't touch log a heap. Then the next cycle you have log. On the next comp you have yep. log, right? Over the course of a year, the competitions that you do, the modalities that you do them in are exponentially greater. Yeah. So how do you expect to objectively say this, this, and this? If I'm setting too many, right? Yeah. I might set two, but like if I want to try and consistently reach for six specific goals across six, six different things, and I'm going to throw other things into the year, it becomes very, very hard. Yeah. Right. And your expectation to be able to hit that many, like we don't hit fucking PRs all the time. I think from a a broader lens, I have gotten better and better as I've been the strongest that I've been. 
Yeah, but I think, I think I've gotten better and better in terms of skill acquisition, skill on certain things, picking up certain things better, yeah. being able to jump into any comp quicker, um, or a base level of strength and skill to be able to start peaks a lot quicker. Yeah, we've said that heaps. Yes. You go back three years ago on our Instagram and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I could do that now. Mm. That, yes. that seems heavy. Was I that strong? Mm-hmm. But I think overall base level, zero hype, just walk into the gym and numbers yep. that you can move for volume, yep. like sets, reps, work capacity is much, much higher. And all round strength. I have a look at eight events and I look yep. at middleweight series. Yep. There's no event there that I think like, oh, I need to like really work on that. Yeah. Right. The, the yoke's really heavy and yep. quite a number of years ago, like anytime a yoke popped up in comp, I was just like, yep. oh, here we Fuck. go. Or like monster dumbbell or like a Viking press would be like, oh, okay, like, I got to try and get 80. Yeah. Right. Well, now it's like, okay, well, I can do that. Yeah. And I'm trained for it, but I yep. know. It. So over the space of time, right, you've got to look at the fact that, like, you're setting rigid expectations around a certain amount or a constrained amount of time to hit goals. And this is what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Too many goals and too rigid expectations around those goals in a 12 month period and disappointment because yep. you're not hitting those goals within those constrained time constraints when you've got so much going on. Yeah. You've got so many events. To, if you're still doing comps on top of that, right? If you're not doing comps, maybe. Yep. Right? But that's a lot to throw on the plate and then have disappointment. And disappointment for still getting better. Yeah. People a, are disappointed because they PB'd, but not quite as much as they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, you put Weird. the work in, you've had a great preparation. Yep. And as a whole, right? Because you're strong man, you're not you're not a PB lifter. You're a strongman competitive lifter. Yep. So, are you doing better in competitions? On a whole, are you faster on your returns? Are you getting through the whole day better and feeling less fucked the next day? Yeah. Are you uh, able to jump into more competitions and not have to redline all the time to reach the current standard? Like. Are you scared of any events now when they come up? Or do you feel yeah. pretty uh, confident in your skills and that the skills are comprehensive enough that you can jump into all these comps? All things that show great mark of improvement, but we're not going to have the same objective three lift or two lift improvements year yeah. in and year out than other strength athletes. Yeah. And you got to remember that while you're getting better, so is everyone else. Yes. So if you weigh yourself up, on everyone else and the comp events generally get heavier mm. so if you're weighing yourself yeah. up off that and you're like i'm not getting any better it's like you may have got a 20 kilo pb but so did they yeah so you're both doing great yeah but it just depends how you look at it yeah of course um watching controlled chaos weightlifting on yeah. the weekend um someone would get like a three kilo pb on their total yeah from last year yeah stoked yeah because they squeezed out that extra three mm-hmm. kilos, executed, yeah, different sort of sport. You've only got six lifts, and you need to nail it. Yes, um, but still, like the smallest amount of progress, and people were super happy. Yeah, like, of course. Smitty hit a hundred kilo dumbbell. Yeah, I think he hit ninety five at Circus Freaks last year. Yeah, it's five kilos in a year. Yeah, he was probably pretty close to having a crack at a hundred. Yeah. a year ago. Yeah, so you could look at it as like that's massive, that's 100 kilos, this and that. Or you could look at it as, oh, that's five kilos in a year. Mm. That's shit. He posted it with his stones from 150 to 170. Yeah. And doing 150 back at Strong Melbourne. Yeah. 
like I hit 150 at Strong Melbourne like what, seven years yeah, ago. a long time ago. And I'm just at 190. Yeah. And, and I've been stuck at 190 for three years. Right. Because the better you get, the less they come to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like when you break through that plateau, it'd be great. But you might not. But 190 in the grand scheme of things in terms of like what you need to hit as a weight class athlete in your weight class. Yeah. It's probably enough. Yeah. For the most part, right? Like there's probably not much more that you need to actually do yeah. to win actual competitions. Yeah, there's not as the much stats. of a push. No, but there's other things that come up that mm. do need more of a push because you might be losing points there, but you're not going to be losing a lot of points on stones in that weight class. Yeah. Right? This, is, this is why I think the 105s will get very strong very quick mm. is because there's a big chunk of people all around the same level. And they're a little bit up and down. Yeah. And that's what happened with us in the 90s. Yeah. And everybody just turned up. Yeah. Every year, every six months, everybody yeah. just came back so, so much really stronger. Hard. Yeah. Because everyone was tight. Yeah. It wasn't like there was just, oh, he's here. I'm always going to be second. They're always yeah. going to be third. And you kind of just cruise the year. Yeah. Um, like talking to Chris in New Zealand and stuff. And there's only a couple of 90s there. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, everybody's sort of where they're at but I've got some lifts where they're my events yep. and other people don't have them. So it's very hard to push yourself to like really drive that up yeah. when you know it's kind of in the bag. Yeah. So whereas the 105s, they're just such a close mix at the moment. Mm. Yeah, it breeds competitiveness and competitiveness drives the sport yeah. higher. Um, and that's, what, that's what's close. happened with the heavyweights, I reckon, in the yeah, last like... the heavyweights have just... Exploded Since COVID, in this country, yeah, basically, so impressive. They, they were non-existent before COVID, and then mm. maybe everyone sat around and just ate and got heavy. Yeah, yeah. And then since then, uh, the open women, same thing. Yes, that was near non-existent. Yeah, a couple of years. Yeah, and definitely on a revival too. Yeah. Um, the other thing is probably just like things change, right? Yeah, like in in a twelve month period, a lot changes when you're setting those goals. Yeah, you might go on a holiday. You might just not want to train for two months. Work yeah. might take over. Comps you, come up. You might get sore knees and then you can't do anything for yeah. six weeks. Yeah. Or, yeah, you change comps. You qualify for a different comp. So, yeah, I think being fixated on end goals. Yeah. Too hard. Loose plan. Thing. Like, have a plan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. good to have a plan. Good to have some ideas. Good to set some goals for the year. Just be, be conscious about, like, how much are you setting... What are your expect? It's, it's all expectations. Coaching is so much <laughs> expectation. Manage expectations. Yeah, managing expectations. Yeah. Like if you want to get better at this and this, and this stuff has to probably take a back burner. You can't yeah. get better at all of it at once. If you want to do these five comps, you can do these five comps. It's fun and you'll get better in general, but you are not going to be driving X, Y, and Z to their peak potential in the next 12 months if you're doing these five competitions. Yeah. Right? It's just expectation management. And if you... Take a look at what your goals you're setting, the timelines that you're setting them, the other stuff that your year looks like, whether it's life, family, who the fuck knows what you got going on in your plate. Is it realistic, right? And do I need to cull this down a little bit yeah. and uh, narrow my field of focus so I can really focus on nailing these two or three and then also doing some competitions or something like that as well? Yeah, I think, yeah. The year's planned out and spaced out well enough. Yes. But everyone's just very, like, diligent in exactly what they want to do. Yes. Which, when you take it serious, that's 
sort of where you go with it. Yeah, that's a great thing to You're have. You're like, yeah, this year's going to be my year. I'm yeah. going to do this, this, and this. It's a great thing to have with some flexibility. Yeah. 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 Love it. We're going to keep today short and sweet. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we will be back with you when Lee gets back from Japan boarding. Yeah. Boarding, training. Wearing kimonos. Maybe. Playing Mario Kart. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, no, I found a gym in Osaka. Yeah. And I have some strongman gear. Cool. It looks fun. It yeah. looks tiny and the roof looks low, but there's like a big log. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Love it. Already hit them up. So <laughs> so there will be strongman happening. A little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. We'll see you in a fortnight or so's time. Yeah. Uh, enjoy your training.